This is Grow With The Bros, hosted by Ryan and Ken Parsons, founders of the Brothers That Just Do Gutters. Welcome to another episode of Bro Brainstorm. We've made every mistake in the book so you don't have to. Our time to evolve as business owners is now. Let's grow together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bro Brainstorm. Joined with me is my brother Ken and we are the founders of the Brothers That Just Do Gutters. Today we're going to be discussing burnout and the balance myth. Most of us have felt burnout and, um, and become out of balance in our business journey or our work journey or life journey. And today we're just going to speak about you know, how you can avoid that as a small business or an employee. How's it going, Ken? How are you? With your new hairdo. Sounds good. I, I, I'm well rested. Just came back from two weeks in Mexico. And uh, man, it's a little bit cooler in Texas, but I'm sure it's not as cool as it is in New York uh, right now. But I am ready to rock. And I am thankful that it is a new year and 2020 is behind us. So yeah, looking forward to it. So, I really wanted to um, talk about burnout and uh, Ken and I, this is something that we mentor on a lot. We've, we've studied, we've experienced, and then there's also something called balance. And a lot of people talk about, you know, they want their life to be in balance or they view other people's life and they think it's out of balance. And before we get going, um, you know, one of the references, I mean, there was a guy who wrote this book called Resisting Happiness, Matthew Kelly. And uh, some of the stuff we're going to talk about today probably came from him. Uh, Ken and I, at this point, we've seen so many live speakers and gone to so many seminars and read so many books. It's hard to always remember if it was an original idea or from someone else. But um, there's definitely a lot of influence in, in, in our lives. And I just wanted to kind of give a shout out to whoever that might have been uh, that, that helped us here. But people think you're burnt out because your life is out of balance. Right, Ken? Do you think that's true? People think that you're burnt out because your life is out of balance. Uh, it, it, there can be some truth to it. Uh, one of the things that I like from Resisting Happiness, uh, one of the quotes from the book was, he said, we cannot be happy separated from the truth. We cannot be, we, we cannot be happy in a world of lies. So, um, you know, and I think that's one of the lies that's out there is that, uh, uh, stress, uh, and anxiety. Um, I think especially today, um, a lot of people say I'm stressed out or I'm anxiety, but a lot of people have no clue what real anxiety and stress is. Uh, <laughs> you know, like my 18 year old daughter, you know, Oh my God, I'm so stressed out. And I'm like, what could you possibly be stressed out about? We just got back from Mexico and you have, you know, everything you need in your life, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, uh, I think a lot of the anxiety and stress, too, especially in our culture here in this country, I think it's created from fear and it's in our minds. A lot of it. I agree with that. Um, I think we just so, let things um, we let them build and we create scenarios in our brains that aren't even necessarily true. And when, like we come up with all these if and then scenarios and then it just builds on this anxiety and this feeling. And I, I get anxious. I have anxious feelings where I'm, I don't even know what it is. I can't even pinpoint it. I just, my phone rings. And I'm like, ah, what is it? And it's like, why do I feel like that? What is it that is happening? So I, I get it, you know, but a lot of people claim it. Um, and they, they, they kind of start walking around with things called my anxiety, you know, oh, well, my anxiety kicked in. It's like, 
that's where I think, you know, and that's a completely different topic. We're not going to go down today, but I, I really do think um, we got to get rid of that stuff as fast as possible and not embrace it as our little pet and get rid of our stresses and our anxieties and things like that um, for sure. So back to the question of what is burnout, uh, what is balance? I really think it has to start with us as individuals, right? Uh, there's a great book called uh, Simon Sinek wrote uh, Why, you know, and a lot of people I think um, haven't defined what it is that they want out of their life. Uh, so they meander through life and they end up, you know, graduating high school, going out and getting a job. And, you know, that might not be, you know, the place that they feel passionate or happy in. And if you're not passionate or happy about something, then you're can be out of balance and being out of balance can lead to stress and anxiety uh, because you're not doing something that you feel is fulfilling uh, oh, I for agree. your life. Um, so yeah. I, I think that's one way that people can um, experience burnout. Um, yeah. and so I burnout, really think that's important. It's true. And burnout is, is defined as fatigue, frustration, or apathy resulting from prolonged stress, overwork, or intense activity. So that is that, that burnout is when your business isn't where you want it to be, or you're unhappy with where you are in life. Um, and we'll get, get into that a little bit later, but it, it really comes down to you feel burnt out where whatever you're doing right now is not getting you ahead. And that's where the burnout uh, really starts to, to come in. And then balance is, you know, the state of equilibrium, uh, equal distribution of weight, and things that are in balance. And a lot of us just think, you know what, I need a vacation. And if I had a vacation, everything would be okay. And people, you know, wait a whole year for that vacation. And they think that that's going to balance their life. And most of us find out that's not true either. Um, it, it's true. So what do we, what do people think of? Like, you know, what, when, when people think of their balanced life, what do you think comes up in their brain or what comes up in your brain? Like what is balanced? In, for the typical person, uh, what do they think uh, it is? Not what know. is it really? What do they actually think it is? I think a lot of people, uh, it's more of a dream than a reality when you start thinking about it. It's like, man, if I only could be on an island with white sandy beaches and clear, crystal clear blue water and palm trees drinking pina coladas, that's, you know, that's balance. That's, that's life. Um, but I really think that, um, you know, whether it's the media or, or, or in this country, uh, social media uh, has painted a, a picture of uh, lies and, and, and falsehoods of what, you know, a balanced life is. Uh, but really, I think the balanced life for me, uh, looking back of, out of all the times that I've been out of balance or burnt out, uh, stressed out, um, was because of... Um, you know, decisions that I made as a person um, that were going in directions that were not, you know, maybe the right ones, not because I was doing anything that was horrible or wrong. It was just, you know, I made choices to go in a certain direction because I didn't even know better. A lot of us don't even know better, right? You know, we go through life and we're told to do certain things or study certain things and learn certain things. And then we end up in this place, right? Uh, I ended up 
in a place of being a teacher because I was told, hey, a teacher's a great job. You only work 180 days out of the year and you like history. So why don't you be a history teacher? You know, and then I went down that path and did all that and went to four years of college and studied all that stuff. And some of that stuff was interesting. But when I got there and I was in the classroom and I started thinking and fast forwarding my life and thinking, man, I'm going to be in the same four walls with just different faces in here teaching the same crap for the next 20 something years of a career. And to me, that was like, holy crap, that's not balanced. That's that's burnt. I burnt out so quick. Within two to three years, I was like, all right, I wow. need to change. I gotta do but from the outside looking in, someone would look at you. You, you. you had the perfectly balanced life. You went to college. You got out. You have a job. You're, you got married. So you got the nine to five. You've got the wife. You've got the car. You, you know, you were working on a house like or not quite at that point. But like, I mean, that looks like balance. And I think that that's where the problem lies is like, just like you said, when you get there, you find it isn't balance because it isn't necessarily what fires you up. Fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling for who I, who I am and, and what I was meant to do. And uh, it's kind of funny because when I was on, in Mexico uh, for two weeks, I did a lot of, I went on a, on a, on a, on a excursion. And um, this guy that was our tour guide was very, you know, educated about Mayan culture and uh, was very passionate about it. And it was cool as he was talking about the Mayan calendar and how uh, detailed that their civilization was. And the reason why their civilization was so great, uh, he was telling us is that everything, they, everybody had a purpose whether, you know, the month that they were born in, like I, he said, you're, what month are you born in? I'm born in the month of May. He says, guess what animal represents the month of May or the time that I was born It's the Eagle and the Eagle represents leadership. And I knew, you know, for me, I was out of balance because I wasn't, I was maybe leading a class full of kids and giving them redundant information over a long period of time was not fulfilling for who I am. You know, even my name, Ken, in the Mayan culture means fish. And a fish is somebody that uh, uh, makes their own rules. That's and funny, because as I, a wrestler, what does a fish mean for wrestlers? <laughs> oh, totally different thing. <laughs> I wasn't a fish when it comes to wrestling. Uh, but, uh, uh, but that's, you know, and, and even in other cultures, when you look at it, not just the Mayan culture, but if you, even if you look at Jewish culture, Jacob uh, was um, a name that means uh, um, to follow behind, but it also means to supplant, circumvent, to assail, to overreach. And that's exactly what he did to his brother Esau. He took away his birthright, you know. Uh, and, but then he was named Israel later on, and then his, his name changed. And, it, and that means one who wrestles with God. So, you know, um, in English, my name has a, another meaning. But you find that all these things, the, the point of it is, is, is finding out who, who am I and what am I built to do? Yep. And in our culture, I feel in America is that kids are, we're all thrown into this system of education. And we're told to learn all these different things. But most of the time, kids will be able to weed through that. Very few kids will be able to weed through all that and say, hey, I want to be a doctor. That's what I want to do. And they do it and they're awesome and they love it. But there's a majority of people that get into some kind of a profession or career or whatever and are totally miserable. 
like in franchising, I mean, most of the guys that we're seeing coming in buying franchises, not just the brothers gutters, are career in transition. Yeah. And what do we hear from most of these guys that are career in transition? I just can't stand the corporate life anymore. Yep. I was just you a know? cog in a wheel, just a hamster. Out. Yep. And it wasn't fulfilling for them because yep. they weren't in the right path. And I feel like in the United States, the reason why people create so much anxiety and stress about things is because they're not happy doing the things that they were told to do. We call it do what you told us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that person to do what you told her because they just do what anybody tells them to do and they go do it, but that's not fulfilling and making them happy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. You got to really narrow down what it is that makes you happy. And, and there's many things that I've done in this business, right? When I first started out in the gutter business, I was well, happy. Well, let's, let's hold off on that thought. Let's, let's hold off on that thought. Cause I want to talk about the burnout. And I think that's going to be a good story for you know, what, what burns us out and stuff. So it, it, it's safe yeah. to say that balance is not uh, waking up at seven, doing some exercise, going to your nine to five, having some family time and, and doing your weekend stuff. That might be balance for one person, but I think that's what everyone thinks balance is for themselves. So balance is what happens when you start actually um, working with what you've been, you know, built and created to do. So let's go to now burnout. And kind of harnessing times in our life that we felt burnout. And um, I can describe the feeling. It, it, it is like that hamster on a wheel. It is tiring. And it's like you're doing, you're doing things that and none of it matters. Like when you, you know, we're both in our 40s and you start thinking about stuff. Like I didn't think about the things I think about now. Uh, even five years ago, like what is this all for? Like what does it matter? And you start to think about like you want what you're doing to actually matter, matter for somebody else. It's, it's bigger than us. It's bigger than just me and my life. And I think that can make that, that burnout even more. So you're feeling defeated, like nothing you're doing matters. Um, and I'll tell you the sure sign of, um, of burnout is when you think, or you hear somebody say, and pardon my language, how's it going? Same shit, different day. <laughs> that honestly, that is burnout. If that's how you feel and that's how you answer people, then you are burnt out. And I would add to that is that's the time that you need to start self-reflecting and saying, you know what, what am I doing? You know, what am I doing? Define what it is that, that you're doing and define what it is that you really want to do and learn how to do it. If you don't know how to do that thing, learn from somebody else how to do it and then then, then, then you're, you're going to be able to, but that's, that's, we're taught to do the opposite. And, you know, in this, in this culture, uh, in America, we're, we're, a lot of people are taught to do, do this, learn this, and that'll define the rest of your life. And for many people that is out of balance. It's, it's not a uh, self-fulfillment in that. And I'm not talking about self-fulfillment in a, uh, in a, uh, in a greedy way, but fulfillment for doing something that makes you happy, makes you productive. Uh, you get a sense of enjoyment out of it. Um, it's for the greater good. It's an abundance mentality. And yeah. uh, that springs forth from when we're doing things that make us happy, that energy that goes into that, the passion and all the things that are good. When somebody is able to focus on that and they're, they're, they're in balance, that spreads to everybody else around them as well. And I really believe that that's one of the biggest reasons why Brothers Gutters has such a great culture 
um, is because of that. Um, I agree. We're surrounding ourselves with people that are passionate about uh, what they're doing. And they're they're happy with the role that they're that we're placing or putting that they become in part of the team. So yeah. So so it's, it's, uh, some of the things that you can do to recognize if you're burnt out is if you're in a career or in a job or even own a business and there's no room for advancement. Like you've literally, you're at where you're at and now you can just fast forward the next 10, 20, 50 years of your life. You're, you're, you're a prime candidate for burnout. Um, another one is that you're just not in the right career or job. You are where maybe your parents told you to be or where you just ended up. You know, Some people just end up somewhere and their dreams are cast aside and it's, um, and their talents are cast aside for maybe somebody else's dream or for whatever reason, um, that's a recipe for burnout. And, uh, and even just in business, stuck at a certain level. Uh, most of the people that we, I would say, compete with are owner operators. And man, I, that's a burnt out bunch of people. Those are people that started a business and they had aspirations to have time and money and be able to do cool things. And now, you know, they're the ones that say, I haven't taken a vacation in two years or every time I go away for the weekend, my phone blows up or, you know, every time I try and grow my business, it goes back. So I'm just going to do the same thing every day. So these are like the burnout signs and it it happens in your personal life too. I mean, you you know, your, your marriage could be stale. Your kids could not be listening to you at all. And you're just going through the motions like, oh my gosh, like, all right, like it is what it is. So all this stuff you got to recognize because it leads to burnout. But what Ken and I have both determined, um, basically by accident or just the way we were built, is we didn't experience a lot of burnout. Um, maybe we can come up with a few examples. But the, the reason why is because we were always advancing. And if you're advancing in your opportunity, I don't. N- none of us set out to be in the gutter business, but I don't think Ken and I would trade it for anything else. Um, I absolutely love it. I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Um, and it's really cool because no matter what part in the business we are, we both started out as installers and moved through everything. It was always the opportunity, the next opportunity, right? It was, you know what, we're building something bigger than ourselves. So putting in the 60, 80, 90 hours in a week or working 10 to 10 shifts for a week straight at the Dutchess County fair, you know what? It was hard. It wasn't fun, but it wasn't burnout because it was for something. Is that, what do you think about that? Yeah, uh, because, you know, you have, we've defined what it is that we wanted out of, out of this business. And I think that's what you have to do with life in general. You have to define what it is that you want out of life. And then there's other things that you break down. What do I want out of my career? What do I want out of my family life? What do I want for my health? What do I want for my finances? And once you have to find those things, then you can start uh, um, taking the actions that are needed to get the results to hit those goals. And when you hit goals and you're moving forward in life, it, it, it doesn't matter how long I work or how long I go away for or whatever, I'm doing what um, is fulfilling me and making me happy. And that's not how it's always been uh, in this business because there's times that you're going to go through life where you may be not feeling fulfilled. 
Uh, I, I was fulfilled when I first started this business and I threw my degree in the gutter and I started going out on a truck and hanging gutter and I had a big fat wad of cash in my pocket all the time. And then that was fulfilling because all the hard work, I saw instant results, money in my pocket. And that was opposite of what I was doing starting out in that the career I was in. So that was exciting. But then once you get over that, it's, it's the next thing. Right. And, and, and that's very much how I'm built. It's what's the next thing uh, to conquer and do, um, you know, and, and, and after three, four years on a truck and then hiring employees and then being pulled in different directions, that didn't feel so good for me. Was that uh, where burnout people- happened? Like that, that um, you trying to get off the truck uh, cycle that took forever? No, I think burnout for me happened more so that when you see all the hard work and effort being put into it, and then the return for those efforts not being reflective in your bank account, that was burnout for me. That's uh, hilarious because that's exactly what I thought. It was ne- never the activity that, that I was doing. It was the activity not putting the money in the account as fast as I thought or looking at the size or success of our business and going, all right, yeah, that's awesome and all, but man, oh man, like, you know, how are we going to, you know, make this, you know, really work out financially? That, that was, that was a little bit of burnout. Yeah. And when you're not uh, able to, when you feel like you're just going through whatever it may be and your, your existence is just to pay freaking bills on time in your life. And then you don't have time to do other things that are fulfilling in life, whether they be in your career or outside of your work. Um, that's when stress and anxiety is real. Um, and it's not, it's not, um, you know, something that is just concocted in my brain. Um, uh, but it's real. And, you know, how do you get out of that crazy cycle? Uh, you have to redefine how you do things and change your thinking. And, uh, I think that's where it starts. And then, and then you have to put together a plan uh, and define what it is of how you're going to go forward. And that's what we did. We just didn't quit, right? We didn't just hit burnout and say, oh man, the gutter business isn't for me. Um, Almost. We, we wanted to quit. <laughs> Almost. Almost. I, I had this plan for later uh, in the podcast, but I mean, let's talk about, I mean, we just closed down our construction company because we branched out during the big builders boom. And then it, it all crashed down. And Ken and I were standing in the office alone after we've let everybody go from the construction and we're going to just struggle to make payroll. And it was just looking, we had a ton of business, you know, we had clients. Basically the thought was, all right, we fire everybody. Ken and I just go out on a truck. We have enough business to do that um, and make money and all that. Or we just try this for one more year. Let's just continue to have you know, we'll keep our employees that we have. We'll try and make a go at this. I mean, that was that was probably the most burnt out you and I ever got to. And and thank God, you know, we chose to keep the people on and 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 keep trying to make this thing work because we did, we did figure it out. Obviously, but that was that was burnout, man. That was stress. That was burnout. That was out of balance. That was all of it. Yeah, and I think true burnout is when you know in life where you feel like you failed, and and that was a big time where I felt like, man, I'm failing at this. This is, you know, when you, you know, and as a, as an owner of a business and you have to let people go and lay people off and 
you know, money's not coming in, not just for you, but for other people and their livelihoods, you know, that's, that's a place where you feel, man, this is not what I intended. This is not uh, balanced. This is not, uh, this is not fulfilling at all. And this is, this is miserable. <laughs> and, uh, well, I think a lot of people are feeling that now with the pandemic. I mean, for a lot of people, it's been the the blessing that they 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 didn't know they needed. Some people may have lost their jobs or are working from home and they're reconnecting with their family and they decided to homeschool and like this has been an epiphany and a life-changing thing in the in the best sense of the word where they're balanced, they're home again, they're not working so crazy. And that exact same scenario, one house over is the worst thing ever where somebody is not working in their in their passion. Maybe they did get laid off or they're not able to go to work anymore and they're miserable and their home life is not the greatest and things are falling apart. So, um, one it's thing I'd like to crazy. Add to that, though, those are feelings, right? And feelings, yeah. feelings go. And whether it's a pandemic or whether it's a great recession or whether it's a booming economy, there's people that are, and, and there's things that are beyond our control. Okay, but today we're talking not about those things. We're not talking about things that are out of our control. What we're talking about, because I don't want people to feel that we're insensitive either uh, when we're talking about this, but you know, we're talking about things that we can control. And one of the things that we need to, that I learned going through all that is that I learned instead of looking at it in a way that's gonna take me further down the path of burnout or mm. further down the path of, at being out of balance, what can I do to right the ship? So, and, and, and then start looking at it in a different way because we control our thoughts. Our thoughts do not control us, right? And when we're feeling these ways, what can I do to say, you know what? I don't accept that. Where's the opportunity? Yes, right there, opportunity. Where is the opportunity in this? I lost my job. Where's the opportunity in this? Not, oh, woe is me. What am I going to do? You know, I had to lay a bunch of people out. Woe is me. What am I going to do? No. Where is the opportunity? And the opportunity was for us to refocus at that point. And that's what we did. And it wasn't easy. But what we did is we ended up heading down a path of being able to pioneer something that hasn't been done in the gutter industry. Yeah. And that's to franchise it and to yeah. systematize it and make systems and put systems in place to measure and benchmark success. And you know what? Success is a very important word mm. that brings happiness and brings people from burnout or out of balance to the other side. And when you can provide that kind of a pathway for people and be able to direct people in a way that can be fulfilling for them. Um, and, and I think that that's, that's important. You know, what do we do when we're faced with these situations really can give birth to something great because yeah. we can fail forward or we can wallow in our head trash and, you know, and, and, and stay there. Um, so I think that's important that we have to control our thoughts right out of the gate when we start having these feelings or these things start happening to us and time and unforeseen occurrences happen to all of us. But what are we going to do when that occurrence happens? That's it. Um, you know, is really super important to us getting to the other side of, of opposite of burnout and uh, back yeah. into balance. No, and I love that. And that's what, I mean, that really comes down to the heart of like 
what we want to talk about and avoiding burnout. Um, and the best way to avoid burnout, you said it earlier, is with action. Burnout occurs when you are no longer pressing towards goal. Burnout is when you're doing the same thing every day and you could you can get paid double to do what you're doing. If you're burnt out and someone gives you a raise, it's it's kind of like that like jolt you needed for the week, maybe two, maybe three. But it's it's not about money. It's about doing something where you're furthering yourself. All right. So you have to make a goal. And I, I've, I've noticed it like as we're going through our business, I've seen certain employees get burnt out that work for us. And what the common denominator is, is they're doing the same thing over and over and they have not advanced at all. The people that didn't get burnt out, I look at our, I look at some people that are overworked and, and were for years. And now there's a little bit more balance there for, for lack of a better word, but they stayed with us because they were working towards something bigger. They're, they went from being a, a production assistant to the office manager, to a coach, to this. And, and we could name person after person in our organization that started somewhere and there's somewhere tons, heaps further. Those are the people that never got burnt out. Yeah, they might've been tired and overworked, but they didn't want to quit. The people that I've seen that don't last are the people that never advanced at all, They've only been ever willing to do what they were hired for. And then they get burnt out because they're in the same spot they were for one, two, three years, and then they're burnt out. And then they go start over somewhere else. And they and I, I really do believe that people that get burnt out and switch jobs, they get they stay burnt out because they have not either followed the opportunity or they have not followed something that lights them up. Well, you know, it goes back to that. There's another book, The Science of Getting Rich, which yeah, I, awesome. I love the book. I love the book. It's by um, uh, Weddles is uh, uh, the name of the guy that did it. And one of the things that he says in there is that you are to become a creator, not a competitor. Um, you're going to get what you want, but in such a way that when you get it, every other person will have more than he has now. So you know, that to me is very self, that's very fulfilling, right? When we help people, you know, it's better to give than to receive, right? Yep. So when we're giving and doing things, we are, we are fulfilling something that's kind of like a, a, a principle that, you know, just like the sun rises and sets every day, uh, these kinds of principles that when you base your life on those things and you truly are uh, creating opportunity, helping other people to advance and doing those things, there's so much fulfillment in that um, because you see uh, how it's impacting them personally and the rest of the people that are involved in their lives. Um, so there's a lot of fulfillment in that. I, I think that when we uh, focus on creating and defining things that we want and, and we actually hit those goals and, you know, that creates happiness. It keeps us out of burnout. It keeps us in balance, you know, and I could talk about, I could, I could do a podcast all day long on this kind of stuff because I know it's going to help somebody else. Um, I could talk to somebody about business and, 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 and that's why we franchised our business to take what we've been able to create and be able to help other people create that for themselves yeah. and to be able to have a life of fulfillment through this vehicle. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I love about the business that we're in. It's not really so much about even gutters at this point anymore. It's about um, giving people a vehicle that can help them achieve uh, the things that I think 
we all think that's balance and that's, you know, we want to be financially stable, you know, financial instability sucks. I've been there. Me too. It sucks. And, uh, you know, we want to have a good family life and I've had a great family life and I've had a not so great family life, uh, in the past, you know? Um, but we, you know, we have to look at the, the reasons why are we going through these things and what can I do to change and adapt to get to the other side, which is success and happiness and fulfillment is the opposite of burnout and anxiety and stress. Agreed. Um, and when you're doing those things and you're trying to change and adapt, uh, it'll get better. It Agreed. has to get better. Yeah. So, so let's talk about a few um, processes that, you know, people could put in place to help avoid burnout. Like let's even just talk as a franchisee. Some of the things that I think really help is you have to constantly write down your goals and beat them. That is the number one thing you if you're feeling burnout, I don't care what job you're in, whether it's the most entry level or the most advanced, if you're feeling burnout, think of something that you want to accomplish that's a little bit bigger than what you've been doing lately and write it down with a date. And as soon as you're working towards something, um, and, and this is definitely from that presentation. I don't remember who did it. Um, this part here, he said he was talking about when you're going on vacation, right? Say you're burnt out, your job's not the greatest, and you've got a vacation a week or two from now. How much different do you work when you've got something exciting to look forward to? It's pretty easy to plow through your day. You're like, oh, let me get this done, or I got to get this in order because I'm going away in a week. And all of a sudden, you're just, you have the energy you haven't had. You're getting all your stuff done quickly. You're making sure that nobody's going to be able to call you when you're gone. You're like, I'm making sure I'm leaving notes. I'm writing how to do X, Y, and Z because when I'm gone, I'm going to be gone. And that's a huge one. So writing down your goal and beating them. Um, and then also uh, calendaring your fun. This is how you, you know, beat burnout. If you like to golf or shoot guns or spend time with your kids or go hiking or fishing, you name it. Don't be the person that says I haven't done that in a year or I don't have time for that because it's not necessarily true. Maybe for one out of a thousand people, they really don't have the time. It's because you didn't make the time. You didn't put it on your calendar. You didn't defend it. You know, put that stuff on your calendar and make it happen. And that helps you get through some of the burnout. Um, the other one that I wrote down was mentor somebody. Uh, I think Ken hit on it earlier. And for me, my most surprising fulfillment from franchising this business has been hands down the mentoring of others. That that's the fulfillment that makes it all worth it. That makes the pain of the 20 years of growing this forgotten. You know, Ken, Ken hates when I bring up a, a memory from the past. Ken, remember that time that truck broke down? We had to tell him. He's like, oh, I forgot about that. Why do you even have to bring that up? But I'll tell you, there's so much of that pain that is gone because of the mentoring. So if you're feeling burnt out, start writing your goals down and beating them. Start calendaring your fun and mentor somebody. Give back to somebody else. And I tell you, that is going to put a pep in your step, especially when someone's looking up to you for answers. It makes you have to go find answers more often. Or what methods have you used personally to stay level-headed during times of burnout? To answer the question, yes. Um, um, what do I do to battle any of that head trash? Well, there's a lot of things. You know, I personally am have to, I'm responsible for me, right? And I think a lot of people 
in this culture and especially the crap that you see spewed in, in the media and stuff is that we don't not have a, a culture that uh, has self-accountability or responsibility. Uh, it's all about victimization, entitlement, welfare, and all these other things. And people are not being responsible uh, for their own actions. And there's a lot of blame, the blame, blame game going on. Um, so a long time ago, I decided, you know what? I'm not going to be able, the only thing that I can do is change myself. And then also hopefully the, the positive changes that I make can overflow out of me and maybe impact the people that are directly influenced in my circle of influence. And mm -hmm. how, that's how I can make a difference. So that's yep. where I started. And then going down that path of, okay, taking control of my thoughts, um, you know, where's the opportunity in things? Is this decision that I'm making the best version of myself? Yeah, that's good. I think that's an important one that's helped me. Yeah. You know, if I'm about to get into a fight with my wife or uh, my kids, or if I'm about to, you know, whatever decisions that I'm making, is this the best version of myself? I think, you know, having those kinds of conversations with yourself is, and when we do the things that are uh, the right things, I think that also uh, and sometimes those things are hard to do, um, oh, yeah. depending on the situation, yep. you know, like paying taxes here, <laughs> you know, you know, it's the right thing to do and I got to do it. And that's, that's it. You know, it's, it's it. It's a privilege problem, I guess, to have to pay taxes. Somebody said once, um, but you know, there's things that we have to do that we don't like to do. Um, but then there's those things end up, you know, that's, those are the right things to do. So I think when we're doing the right things, when we're giving back, uh, when we're having these conversations with ourselves about, you know, personal accountability and um, making these decisions, um, it, it's not just about me. Yeah, I've learned, you know, the decisions I make in this business and that you make in this business and that we do as partners in this business affects hundreds of people now yeah. um, in their lives. So, and I, I've you know, seen I think the reason why we're in that position is because we've always made the decision for the people in our organization first, you know, before Ken and I took, you know, a, a, a distribution, it's like, you know what, we need to give that person more money or, you know what, we really need another person to help support that. It was always about the others first. And I believe that's why we got to where we are. A lot of business owners take the money first. And they're like, well, this is mine and I, I deserve it. And they, they never have enough to grow anybody else or the opportunity. And, and it, it just backfires eventually and it becomes burnout. So I would definitely say like, get yourself a coach or a mentor. Um, if you're a business owner and you're stuck, um, get a mentor, get a coach. That's why we love the franchising model is because somebody who buys a brother's franchise or any franchise, you have mentors and coaches built in, not only the franchise or they normally have a support person. And then you've got all the franchisees. So at any point that you're feeling like you're banging your head against the wall, whether it's I can't find good employees or my marketing or my guys or this or that, you've got 10 people that not only could you make a phone call, they're going to all spend time with you and help you sort it out. Um, so those are the types of things that you can do. Uh, I, I, it kind of hit me just a few minutes ago, Ken. I think a big, huge reason why we never burnt out is because we were continually learning. Um, and that's one thing that's one of our core values is education. And when you're going to a seminar, I don't care where your business is at, you can't help but write down a few nuggets and go, oh my gosh, 
how dumb. I got to try that. I got to implement that. So when you're continually investing in yourself, it really helps not get to that burnout level. So um, we talked about some really cool things. I, I really want to talk about how um, franchisees can apply this to their business. We lost Ken. <laughs> That's all right. I'm going to keep going. Um, I want to talk about how franchisees can apply this to their business and then ending with um, how somebody who is you know, employed can, uh, can avoid being burnt out. So I believe in the franchising, especially Brothers Gutters, is you have to get your business to a semi-passive level as quickly as possible. So what that means is there's enough depth in your team, all right? So you've got enough installers, you've got enough salespeople that you're not one person away from having to run and hop back on a truck and hang gutter or hop back out and do sales, that you're in the position to continue to build the company and opportunities for all your employees. I think that's huge. We said it earlier, but writing down your goals and consistently hit them. Um, we're really good at goals and having daily goals, monthly goals, weekly goals. And I, I love the idea of this. Um, and it's a kind of a trendy word now is gamify, but gamify it, you know, having like making your business a game, making your metrics a game. All right. If I hit this this week, or, you know, we're going to do a bonus if we can do this. It's really fun to do that. That's how my brother kind of tricked me into working fast and, and uh, long hours when I used to go out and install gutter with him. He's like, all right, Ryan, I bet um, you can't make all the downspouts before I take down the gutters and install the new ones. I'm like, yeah, right. I could totally do that. And uh, he was right. I worked my tail off only to have him beat me um, in that. But it's it's gamifying it, keeping it fun. Um, so if you want to end up with one or two trucks and things keep backfiring, you just have to push past it. You have to set the goals and push through the walls. It's kind of like anyone who's ever tried to get in shape or lose weight. Y'all, everyone knows what they want to look like, or, you know, maybe you're like me and, you know, you were an athlete through high school and stuff. And you, you have this idea of what you were able to do and what your body looked like. And you know, you want to get back to that, but you know what it takes to get there. So that's a lot like businesses. You've got to be willing to go through that crazy time, as I think Matthew Kelly put it, is the time from where you are to where you want to be. That is the hardest part. From starting a business to getting to the other side of semi-passive, that's the hardest part. Starting in your career to getting to where you want your career, that's the hardest part. Most people don't ever make it past the beginning because they just don't have um, the guts or the stick-with-itness to pull that off. So that is definitely things that you can apply to your business. The other one I wanted to talk about for, for those of you that are listening that might not own your business, here's an exercise that I think is absolutely fantastic if you want to um, avoid burnout. And, and let me just get this clear. I believe if you're employed, your number one job is to become overqualified for your current job. That is your key to avoiding burnout is to become overqualified for your current job. So that means you're always moving forward. You're always advancing. You're always um, getting to the next level. And then once you're overqualified, most people are scared to do that. But now your opportunities are truly there. 
Now you can move up because you're worth so much more than when you started. And if the place that you're at doesn't see it, you've just made yourself uh, worth more to move to another organization or start your own business. So I believe if that's how you're truly treating your job, you're not going to really experience burnout unless the management or people above you, they just don't see it. And you know what? Sometimes our efforts aren't always seen in our current environment. And then it becomes to you to look for that new opportunity. Like Ken said, you've got to look for opportunity. Um, and uh, the guy from Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe, he, he was talking about you know following your dreams and how he doesn't really believe in that. And I, and I, I kind of didn't agree until I heard his, his uh, thing, his uh, it, reasoning on it. And he was right, man opportunity. When you have an opportunity in front of you, take it. That's why I'm here. That's why Ken is here. We saw something. It was an opportunity. I never in a million years wanted to do gutters. I wanted to be a graphic designer and do some really cool stuff. Um, I don't know much beyond that, but there was an opportunity. And the craziest thing is I got to use every one of my skills and talents and actually find talents and skills I didn't know I had um, as we were uh, building this thing. And man, I'm so glad I took that terrible opportunity my brother offered me to come make basically minimum wage, helping him install gutters. And that really wasn't the opportunity. That wasn't it until I saw that there was more that we could be doing together in this business. It wasn't the initial opportunity of that job offer. It was me seeing that there was more and then asking for more. And here's, here's where I wanted to get to. I would love for you, if you're working for somebody or if you feel burnout, or even if you're a business owner, write up the job description you want. All right. So if you're a franchise owner and you write up your job description, if you're not happy, you're like, man, I hate doing sales or I'm, you know, I keep having to go and do this and order material, then write up the job description that you want. <clears throat> so it might be, you might love networking. Oh, I just want to do all the networking. I, you might not want to do anything. So then write it up. What does that look like? But write up the job description that lights blank you up. Say it again. A blank sheet of paper. Yeah, blank sheet of paper. And if you're working for someone, I actually did this exercise with somebody a few years ago. I could see they were kind of like burnt out a bit. They were doing the same thing over and over. And I saw a lot in them. And I don't know if they saw it in themselves. And I said, you know what? Why don't you go write your job description over again? Write down what you'd want to do. What do you see the opportunity in in our company? And what could you possibly do uh, for us? And this person went back and they wrote this job description and they weren't doing some of the things that they were doing before. They're doing some new things. They're doing some of the old. And I actually loved the job description. It was It aligned with where we wanted to go. And guess what? That person got a promotion and they moved into that spot just by that exercise. So I highly recommend writing the job description you want within the company you're in or within the company you want to be, however you want to do it. And I guarantee just by writing that, you might be able to start figuring out ways to not necessarily have to do the things that you were doing before or get it, you know, where somebody else can start doing that or they hire. But I think that's a really good way. And then you're going to really see what lights you up. You start writing it down. You might love writing you might love math or the spreadsheets or the hands-on stuff. So continue to put yourself in a position where you're going to be fulfilled through your talents. All right. So I, I, I don't think we're going to go too much deeper today. Uh, we talked a lot about uh, burnout. We talked about balance. 
Um, I just want to touch a little bit more on that balance thing. Um, people will think that people tend to think most people are out of balance. And let's give an example of um, like an athlete, you know, when Ken and I were, were, were wrestling and things like that. I mean, we were at practice, we would work out at night, we would go run in the dark to lose weight, we would do so much. And, and uh, our dad taught us, you know, you want to be working while your competition's sleeping. So if I felt like the guy I was going to wrestle next weekend might be watching TV, then I was going to go and do more bench presses or I was going to go run. How were we going to do that? I was so fulfilled in that point in my life. I felt great. I felt awesome. But somebody looking in like, man, you got to eat something. You're out of balance. You know, you guys are crazy doing all that stuff. You know, that's the kid that's practicing free throws all night long in his driveway with the lights on. You know, you might look at that kid and go, you're out of balance, man. Like go enjoy some time with your friends, go play some video games. But I'm telling you, when you're doing what you love or it's going to get you to that goal, whether it's winning a championship, whether it's that job you want, whether it's the level of business, you've never been in more in balance than when it looks like you're completely out of balance to everyone else looking in because, and it has to be because you're working in your passion. When you're doing that, the people that eventually sit down and write their book that they've always wanted to write, and they literally sit in a cabin for three months writing it, they've never felt more in balance. But balance is not necessarily putting all your quadrants together and having X amount of time for everything. I think that's the fastest way out of balance. You've got to- And most of those people that are saying those things are out of balance themselves because you know they don't really know what balance is anyway. Um, and balance is different for each individual, um, yeah. you know, and that's it, you know. Um, but in I, I, speaking to balance in your life, uh, I think one thing that we can look at as humans, um, there is definitely an emotional side to us. There's definitely a physical side to us. And there's definitely a spiritual side to us. And so if we're talking about balance, um, I think that there's something to be said there for those things. Uh, I, I think we need all three of those things. Agreed. Um, and how much that somebody needs out of the, because, you know, if, 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 if my uh, physical body, for example, is out of whack, it might affect those other two things, my emotions. It could affect my uh, spirituality in a negative way. Uh, so, you know, there's things that like that that can get us out of balance too. Um, but that's a whole nother uh, thing, but that, that might be helpful to some of those out here that would hear that, um, because that's more on the personal development side of things, uh, right there and developing yourself as, as an individual, um, is, is going to be key to success and your happiness as well. That's true. That's true. So, man, I hope, I hope everyone got something out of this today. I mean, if you were feeling burnout, I hope, hopefully there are some things in here that really gave you some, uh, like a glimmer of hope, the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, we feel free to reach out anytime. We'd love to talk to anybody who's uh, getting something from this or has any questions or needs a little uh, assistance. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Avoid burnout. Find what the balance is in your life that makes sense for you, not what somebody else is telling you. And go and do the things that light you up. Thanks for joining us and we hope you implement at least one or two nuggets from this episode that will give you the confidence to grow. Subscribe to our podcast to stay updated and grow with the bros.